0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Sunday card here on Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, wherever you get your podcast, sports country radio, the whole shebang. Man, that was a sausage grinder weekend we just had in week five. Plenty of. Don't look at me like that, Lewis. Plenty of. You can't see it, you gave me a very confused look. Plenty of very, very, very tight, very Big games where we had a lot on and we just, the hearts were ripped out a lot last week from a ton of games. The kicking game, the kicking game was just, if you had certain sides, you really got screwed. You really got screwed this weekend. But, but the most important thing is nobody had a losing record. In fact, one of us had a winning week, but nobody had a losing week in this league. Maddie Ice, Maddie C. Matt Silberth is here with us. I am Dan Zampano, as you know. Lemon Pepper Lou Paracone. I'm the producer Mike. Matthew, two, two, and one. But, like, I felt like I died six times over this whole weekend.
1: Yeah, you said sausage grinder. I mean, that was like, I felt like 12 rounds with uh, Tyson Fury. Uh, yeah. for, <laughs> for myself. But, uh, man, if those those damn kickers that I hate so much were just, I mean, you could blame them for everything last week. They affected numerous spreads, numerous outcomes. I mean, the kickers were just a disaster. And like that's like – that's one of the worst ways you can go down as far as like with a bet. Just like, you know, just watching your own team. Like the rest of the – you got 22 guys, offensive, defense doing their job. And then that, that son of a bitch just misses a kick. Ugh. But, you know, they got a hard job too. It's not easy. But damn, is it frustrating.
0: Uh just in review of you, number one pick hits, Philadelphia, excellent comeback. I mean, that must have felt very, very good for you. Huge. Yeah, the whole lot pretty much
1: was right there with the spread and then uh, ended up pulling it out for, for anybody who had the money line.
0: Yes. San Francisco, close but no cigar. Just can't get anything to go with Trey Lance. And then that Giants game, man, just talk about the the body bags. <laughs> like, yeah. It's tough.
1: I, I, we said it before the show that, That was a game where I I mentioned the injury report. Don't look at the injury report. It's going to be a big problem. And then when you take out their other three best players on offense in the first half, I mean, including the quarterback at Saquon Barkley, that was pretty much over before it started. So yeah, that was a tough, that was just, you chalk that up as a loss
0: at halftime. They forgot to tell us about the guys that were going to get injured during the game. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't look at that injury report. (laughs) That was available post kickoff. Um, uh, the one that absolutely stings and we were both on it, this Cincinnati game. I mean, I, I, when, when he, when he missed that kick, I was, I hit the ceiling. Crosby misses that kick. I hit the ceiling. Mc uh, McPherson, is it? That's the kicker's name. Yep. Yep. Uh, he misses the, the, to win the game. Misses it. the overtime one was, was egregious. I mean, he hits the flag. He hits the flag in overtime. And then, of course, you know, Rodgers on third and 15 is going to pick up 16. It's going to pick up 14 yards and get him back into field goal range. It's just the more times you give Rodgers a ball, it, you're just going to die. You're, you're going to die when it happens. And I literally just let out a scream when McPherson missed the kick in overtime and hit it hit my knees. Like I just, I can't take it anymore.
1: Yeah. No, that one was, like I I'm talking, the epitome of the whole weekend wrapped up was in that game because there was, just, I said, five kicks missed in the last, like, three minutes of the game and into overtime. So it was just back and forth, just attempting, hoping one of them would go in. Uh, and finally, Crosby, of course, knocked it in. We got the push on our number. That actually closed at two and a half. So yes. anybody yes. that got it late, that's why you get the best of the number. That'll prove right mm-hmm. there. And that's why all those sharps had three and a half from earlier in the week. So they made out fine in that game. Um, so it goes to show you that. Half a point is not meaningless. Half point can be very, very important. But man, that was brutal for just a regular picks. It was there for the parlay. Obviously, San Fran ended up just couldn't get a couldn't get a fourth down at all during the game. Trey Lance definitely not ready. But um, yeah, that was a tough one. But
0: Danny, I mean, you're you're loading up in the win column after this past yes, week. Yes, we'll bet. Little bit 3 1 and 1, 3 1 and 1 on the, on the week. It didn't feel like 3 1 and 1 going through it because <laughs> the two games that we lost and we push on Cincinnati, but man, that Browns game. I mean, mm. holy crap, you yeah. cannot come down to like, I mean, so many mistakes by the officials, by the Browns play calling Baker just that you had the game, and every time the Browns would go down the field, Herbert just. Over the top, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm going to score here. Uh, It was just – it was such a frustrating loss that it made me feel, like, dirty. Like, I had to take a shower and that the three wins that I got were not, like, satisfactory, except for the Bills. The Bills was very satisfactory.
1: Yeah, I was was just going to say that. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee, that was kind of, again, just, you know, what we expected, especially following everything going on. Uh, New Orleans, I felt like that was a game that – uh, I, I wasn't watching all the 1 o'clock games, but I feel yeah, like okay. a game that, that red zone kind of, like, wasn't on all the time. I know there's kind of a lot of points scored, but I don't know. It was That was a weird game, uh, and they ended up pulling it out. So, and yeah, that game, that was the other crazy, crazy game of the weekend. What was what did it end up being, 45, 43? There was 80. 40,
0: 47, 42. It yeah. Was
1: crazy. So 89 points scored in that game. Hope you had the over in that one. <laughs> um, yeah, that there was definitely some – some shootouts last week and like I said it all it all wrapped up with the bills and uh, we could say it again it's just when is this chief's defense gonna gonna get right i when are when are you going to feel comfortable that they are going to be able to defend against you know a pass heavy team and the bills are bills are just rolling so they're like rolling. either uh, they, they now they are i believe now the super bowl favorite in most sports books so yep. they they have the shortest odds to win the super bowl uh and it's hard to blame to see you know who else is going to beat them right now? If they played tomorrow, I would take the Bills 10 times out of 10 against whoever they played.
0: Absolutely. that The defense is what's getting me. I mean, that defense is out of this world. I mean, looking at the DVOA numbers and, like, comparing them to not just this year's, like, teams, but, like, teams of the past, like, they're, like, top six all time right now <laughs> through five weeks. It's crazy. Um, but, uh, but it ends – I mean, Kansas City, you're right. I mean, what did they do to change? I don't know. I don't know what scheme wise, again, the shot plays and they're not getting the turnovers they need. Uh, it is really, it's really bad. It's really, really bad for Kansas city. I said it two weeks ago on Gene show that, you know, I thought the chargers are officially the best team in the AFC West. I don't think there's a question about it. And now it's definitely for certain. I don't know where Kansas city is, is Kansas city uh, in must win mode now them being two and three. Well, I'll tell you, they better not lose the football team this weekend.
1: If they, if they go down to the 29th ranked pass defense, um, we're going to have a problem, I think. And, you know, if Taylor Heineke goes out there and tosses, throws around the yard on them, it's going to be a, a big problem. Yeah. I mean, Chargers don't look like they're slowing down anytime soon. So if you want to stay in the division, I mean, you better, you got to start with it. You got to rattle
0: off quite a few in the row. I don't know when well, they're by, bi- I don't know when their bye week is, but they're probably dying to get to it. One of these two teams with the Raiders and the Broncos, too, are going to be 4-2 and two after this week. I mean, yeah. there's it's it's getting to be that time now where it's we're almost half – I cannot believe we're almost at the halfway point of the season. That is oh. absolutely bananas. But um, it's getting that point where now we're starting to see, like, who the good teams are. Also, this week, favorites, very good this week. Overs, very, very good this week. The public, very good this week. I think this is a very, very key week for us to get with the sharps because the sharps are pissed. They lost a lot of money. I feel like we got a lot of sharp plays coming our way here. Fred.
1: You know who lost a lot of money was the books themselves. So that's that's yes. my theme of the week. I can tell you right now is that I am trying to take the side that a sports book will have. You know, when we say we're siding with the books, whichever side has more money on it, the book wants. Not, they don't want that team to win they don't want mm. the team that they have all their tickets tied up in so you want to use that that great app we mentioned all the time action network where you can follow the bets the money and you see all that money on one side you might want to find a way to talk yourself into why that other why the side that
0: nobody's picking will win you might be able to find a way this is why he's on the show because he provides the insight like that that is what we're talking about heavy you want to be heavy cash not heavy on the tickets and those are the ones you want to go for. I love, love, love that, Maddie. That's good insight. Um, shall we begin? Absolutely. You lost last week, two and two and one. I won, going three, one and one. So the season records are now. Maddie Ice still with a one game lead here. 14, 10 and one is Maddie Ice. I am now 13, 11 and one. Under the weather, goes down New Orleans and Washington. Tough game. Uh, Not a lot of weather last week. So it was kind of a shot in the dark there with that one. It is now two and three, and the money line parlay does not hit. So it is now two and three, but we're still up 10.7 units, Maddie. So uh, after hitting those two, Uh, I'm going to let. No, I'll go first. Okay, you go first. And we're hitting those numbers, by the way, that's me
1: at
0: 56%, you at 52%. I mean, season long, that's how you make money. Not too shabby. I think we're uh, handing out winners, winners, winners like candy. Um, okay, number five. Here we go. I am gonna go. I want to let you know before my card might be the grossest card anyone could ever come up with this week. It's oh, we're, very disgusting. We're
1: week. gonna need the Pepto again. I think this is a Pepto week. We're both yeah. gonna be sick. <laughs> we're gonna be bring the TV into the toilet and
0: just be, be right, right there. Just be right next to it. You're gonna be this sick. is the toilet week. This is just <laughs> the toilet week. It's not very good. Uh, so right out of the gate, I'm gonna hit you with one. I am uh, getting off one cat and getting on the other. Let's go Detroit Lions here. Plus three at home against the Bengals. It is, it is uh, my ulcer. I mean, it is terrible. It is disgusting. It is gross, but I'm taking the Lions at home. It's actually a three and a half. So uh, according to what we got the action network. So I love that even better with the hook, but I love the Lions here. Um, Tickets are split mostly 55-45, and then I'm seeing 52-48 bangles on the the money. Um, But here's why I like the Lions. I'll give you a couple things here. Last time the Lions were 0-5, 2015, they won that six game against Chicago. The last time they were 0-6, 2008, went 0-16. I think it has to happen this week. I think, I think they can win this game outright. Um, And I think the only way that they're going to be able to do it is this. They have to get the Bengals into third down. If they can do that, I think they have a really good chance. That's easier said than done. Other thing, the second thing, double chase obviously, but you know, this is Cincinnati on third down this year, they're 23rd in the league in third down uh, percentage conversion percentage Detroit, Surprisingly, second in the league in defensive third down percentage. Actually pretty good. They have to prolong these games. I would not, not, not load the box up at all. I would drop a lot in coverage, and I would say, look, you're going to run the ball if you want to with Mixon, but I am all in on stopping your passing game. That's what Dan Campbell has to do. They have come oh so close. Another great Lions loss, by the way excellent Lions loss it was it was it was quintessential but uh with the Vikings coming out and winning that game uh but I just love them in the spot I think they can cover the three and a half especially with the hook and I think they can win the game outright I'm going Lions
1: yeah this game man this game I fought with this one for a little while you know Dan Campbell comes out he's crying in the press conference he's in, in a strange way, we've gone from, again, the preseason making fun of Dan Campbell, and now he really feels like he has, he has grabbed the hearts of many football fans across, across the nation because of just the passionate football guy that he is. And you just, again, with all of the heartbreaking losses the Lions have had this year, I just feel like they're like the darling right now. And I just had to talk myself off of them a little bit just because they're secondary so depleted. The Bengals passing offense is great, but I will tell you this. This is where I was so close to pulling the trigger on them. Give it to me. Under Zach Taylor, Cincinnati on the road, straight up, 2-14 and 14 against the spread. Wow. Uh, and on the road as a favorite, only one time in their career, 0-1 under Zach Taylor. Makes you feel pretty good, but all those years he did not have Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow is clearly changing this team. Even the team right now on paper—well, actually the defense has been playing well—but you know, lackluster offensive line, good receivers. But Joe Burrow is is overcoming all and, and just making that thing go. So those numbers do scare me a little bit. I just that Detroit secondary—I don't know what they're going to do to stop them. But I had to stay away. That's a gutsy one. That's a way to get it going. Give me the thumbs.
0: Come on now. We got to get it going. That's exactly right. It is disgusting. It is a disgusting one because I know how good the Bengals passing offense is and how bad the Lions is historically. But I, I just I, – I got a feeling like eventually those teams come around and win games. Let's do it. Number five, Maddie.
1: Oh, well, this one's not any better for you. Not any better for you. <laughs> you know, again, I really have this thing of just pick picking really bad quarterbacks. But – Davis Mills might be turning a corner for the Houston <laughs> Texans, and we are certainly going to take him and the 10 points on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts went down uh, in a game they probably most definitely should have won on Monday night and then just let Lamar Jackson Ooh. air it out for over 400 yards against them in the second half. Um, of those
0: teams should have won.
1: Yeah, really. That's true. Um, they, they, Um You they had your Patriots on the ropes there mm-hmm. for a little bit, but – this, uh, this just feels like too many points off of in a divisional game, off of a short week in a what should be a, probably a dejecting loss for a team that doesn't really have it going in the Colts. I don't see this as like a bounce-back spot for them. I see this as them leaving with a bunch of injuries and losing a game that they felt like they had and just coming out in just a horrible spot when they come back home. Uh, Davis Mills it has been getting better, though. He completed passes to seven different receivers last week getting a little comfortable and only three of those to brandon cooks so i know again you're shaking your head because the patriots were so had we're missing everybody mills and, and jackson and everybody. so it, it was the infirmary out in houston for uh for the patriots but uh i, I just think that he's going to be able to get some success indy's getting no pressure right now um so he's not going to be under too much duress uh, during this game and as well for them their o-line is is really banged up and i just think that that's one thing again we said that Houston just plays with some effort on the defensive side. And I think they can kind of they can get after it a little bit. So 10 points divisional game. And we this is another one. We're back in the books. Uh, all of the so we get 52% of the tickets on Indianapolis, 72% of the money for in, uh, on them as well on Indianapolis. So to me, that tells me that the books want Houston to win this. They got all the liability, 75% of the bets on this game. And all their liability is on Indianapolis. They're pulling for Houston. I'm pulling for Houston right with them. We're going to try and sneak a back door here. And with Davis Mills, I feel like, but there might be a little sprinkle on the money line plus three thirty five, plus three thirty five against a back. Like the Colts are bad. bad. Plus three hundred thirty five. You you have to take that value. The Colts are not a good team.
0: That they're not. I agree with you. I think. Are you concerned at all about Laramie Tunsil injury at all for the Texans?
1: <sighs> yeah, a little bit. But again, I just. Defensive line is not the strength of the Colts. Mm. So I just think that they're going to be able to find a way. Darius Leonard is banged up for the Colts, oh. one of the most important, one of the most important players on any defensive team. So uh, I, I think that they're gonna be fine. And a lot of like I said, a lot of injuries in the secondary. So I think Brandon Cook's gonna get back to having a big game after getting shut down last week, which is again, which we knew what happened. We said you know, Belichick takes away the one weapon, and it's very clear who the weapon is on Houston.
0: And and it almost didn't work. That was the thing. Yeah. I texted you on Saturday when I when I uh, when I saw Jalen Mills was out. Yeah, I said, you, you said may, right away may have to take the Texas money line here and, and, and on them. And I, and I was on them and that was an easy one, but I almost got on the money line. Thank God I did not. Um, but that one was very, very close. And Maddie, let's meld some minds. Number four, Houston Texans. Let's do it. I think we are cerebral like magneto cerebral. Like it is the way we are this week. I, I think we're going to be on a lot of these here. I'm taking Houston plus 10. I agree with you. I, I honestly, these one through four, I feel like are so disgusting that I could take any of them one, two, three, or four. So I, yeah. I'm going to add this yes. one to four. I'm, here. I'm kind of the same way. My number yeah. one is set and then like the rest are just there. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to take Houston. At, at, it's now at 10 now. So that's a really good number. Um, got, got it at 10 early in the week. I saw it get down to eight and a half at one point and 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 then, popped back up so this has been a very weird line to come up and down through the market
1: yeah it's definitely bounced around a lot so definitely you know get that 10 but i I, I even think you know nine definitely nine and a half you know Mm -hmm. 10 10 feels great but i think anything above eight even i would take in this you know you're getting if you're getting above the touchdown i just again if you look at the side-by-side stats nobody has like the the only advantage i really saw was the colts rushing offense against the Texans' rush defense but like other than that the numbers are all
0: just middle of the pack for everybody here Mm -hmm. or at the bottom so yeah especially for the colts yeah i can read i can read them off to you now the colts are bottom four defensive yards per attempt 29th defensive pass rate 32nd defensive completion percentage 30th in the league um you take out the 2017 um i sorry, the 2019 Week 17 where the Texans didn't play anybody against the Titans. This is the largest road dog divisional spread that the Texans have been since 2017. This feels crazy to me. I I, I love the money line now because I feel like everybody's just counting them out. And I just think, I don't know. This just this feels is crazy. crazy. This is crazy. The Colts crazy. are bad. The Colts are terrible. By the way, here's some more <laughs> stats for you. <laughs>
1: Coming from the guys that have...
0: Uh, Colts to win the AFC, Colts to win the division, Colts to win <laughs> the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz MVP. Yeah, like everything we told you is now wrong. Um, that's what the beauty of it is coming from the uh, offseason into the actual season. Here's a stat for you. Since since 2020, as division dogs of seven points or more, Houston 2-0 last year. Um, and here's a good one for you. Since 2020, Houston winning ATS divisional games 57% of the time. Indianapolis divisional games since 2020, 2-5 two and five ATS, 28%. Houston Texans plus 10. I rest my case.
1: I think I, – I love it. I'm, I'm more in on uh, Davis Mills than I
0: ever have. Been. Davis Mills just threw for 300 yards against a Belichick defense. Like maybe, maybe – he was the better rookie quarterback in that game too. He Bats. was a better rookie quarterback. I'm not going to lie to you. He was. He played better than Mac Jones.
1: That is that one of the best rookie quarterback performances? Period. This season has this any, season has might any be. rookie quarterback thrown for three hundred yards and three hundred touchdowns? I don't remember one. I can't think of it.
0: Uh, I don't remember one. Davis Mills, offensive rookie of the year. Relax. We still got the, the we still got it's, the guy in green. still got Najee Naji Harris. Really, N- Najee Harris is it? Jamar Chase is going to be up there? Like, it's oh gonna, yeah, true. That's going to be a tough one. I'm hoping it's either Mac or Zach, but we'll see. Uh, number four, Maddie. Number four, man. This is – I just – I know I'm getting suckered into
1: this team again. It's happening again. I'm taking the Bears plus five and a half against the oh, Green Bay. I love betting against Aaron Rodgers and just – I knew this was coming. losing or pushing. I just – another divisional home dog. And this, this line actually – and this scared me because I, I – when I was doing my notes this morning, it was four and a half, and I – stepped away and like came back and just like refreshed the lines and it's all way up to five and a half. So oh. that scares me a little bit. Full, line, full point move, but it's in the dead area. It's between five to five mm-hmm. and a half big, big, big dense me. So I am okay with it. I almost, I, I'm, for personal, I'm going to wait now. I think you might see a six uh, come up if, if the, if it if keeps steaming um, away from the bears towards the Packers. But this is, again, we're just trying to bet against teams that are really good against the spread right now. Teams that are maybe overperforming a little bit, uh, teams that have a bunch of injuries on defense now, like the Green Bay Packers. And that was what the pick was last week going against them, uh, just fading, fading their uh, their defense, which has maybe been overperforming a little bit this year. Uh, and we have a divisional home dog, uh, home dogs on the season, not in division, just period, 15 and 15 this year, ATS. Divisional home dogs, actually two and four this wow. year. So at first that scared me, but then I said, you know what? it's probably going to be a little bit closer to what the rest of the league is as far as just home dogs in general, It'll probably be a little closer to 50 50 because you would expect divisional games to always be closer. So maybe we're due for one here. Um, Green Bay is four and zero and in the last four meetings straight up and against the spread. So again, it doesn't feel great, but no. Justin Fields has been getting better the past two weeks ever since Bill laser took over the play calling. Uh, I heard, I heard a very interesting thing from a, uh, a, uh, one of Warren Sharpe's um, people that writes for him talking about how when fields first got to the start, they were running a ton of RPO with them. And that's almost, I think what the perception is, but he didn't run a lot of RPO at Ohio state and he wasn't very good at RPO. So just cause he's a mobile quarterback, I think that's what everybody associates with him, but he's not quite there as far as making those reads quickly enough. And, uh, Matt Nagy, again, go figure, was probably giving him too much on his plate at the start. Like, yeah, you just got to know where you got to look here, 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 and here. And it's like mm-hmm. simplify the things down for him. Yeah, that's... And that's what's happened the past couple of weeks. No RPO plays ran at all last week against the Raiders. And they win 20 to 7. Now, again, Fields, he's not playing great, but he's playing good enough. And they're running the ball well. And I, I see this. I mean, again, I might be getting early, but feels like an under the weather pick to me, even though actually Chicago is supposed to be fairly nice. Uh, but again, just, this feels like a game where both defenses are going to encourage the other offense to run the ball, keep the game close. So getting five and a half points, hopefully up to six in a tight game, uh, it just trying to keep fading Aaron Rodgers and just that, that team's been riding and we can go again, go, let's go to the tickets. This is when we're, we're following, um, you know, we kind of got all things working for us here. Tickets at 73% on the Packers money at 59%. So that shows me a great thing. Again, the books are still on the side of the Bears because 59% of the money is still on the Packers. But I also have, that's a showing of a sign of of sharp sharp money being heavier money being on the side of the Bears. So the books don't want the Bears. The Sharps are on the Bears. All the tickets are on the Packers. I'm going to ride them. Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears and
0: Strawberry Justin Fields. (laughs) If Strawberry Fields forever. I love it. That is, uh, unfortunately, it is the right play. It's I hate saying it that way, but that's exactly true. I'm a uh, trap. I feel it. I'm in so, a bear trap. No, you, you might be, but I, I, it is the right play. I mean, green Bay efficiency wise on defense has not been good. Um, certainly. I think the great thing about laser and, and what you mentioned about the RPOs and all the different um, simplifications is that they've had a great time running the football. I mean, a great time running the football up up the middle. And uh, it was case in point last week with the Raiders. Such a dud game for the Raiders, by the way, last week. I mean, it was so obvious. Um, But with Chicago here, this one feels like Green Bay got away with one and Chicago's got some momentum. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's not my under the weather game because it's a 44 and a half total. And I don't know how many more unders I can take with Aaron Rodgers and just barely nipping by. But, you know, it feels like they're – they might be – I feel like the Bears might be due now to put up a few points, to put up a few points. I think they can probably do this even in the air. Now, I know there's a couple injuries. I know Allen Robinson's a little banged up. I know Mooney's a little banged up. But I do think still, like, I think it's imperative for them to run the football because if they throw it all over Green Bay, I think they're going to leave the kid, you know, like a piece of meat and and the Wolves are going to come after him. That's basically what I think. So, you know, I, I agree with you. It's actually in my lane, Chicago. It's in my lane,
1: yeah, Aaron Rodgers is the only reason this is not involved in, the, in, the par, in a parlay or on the money. I won't be on the money line. I, I am done. I will bet against the spread against Aaron Rodgers. I will not doubt him to win a game outright because no. he's very good at doing that. So, I, yeah, I, I'm out on him as far as money line parlay goes.
0: If the last three weeks have taught you nothing, it's like do oh. not go against him in money line parlays. That's a fact. Uh, number three. I actually really like this game. It could have been my number one. I really like this. I am going back to the woodshed because they got screwed out of it last week. Similar game, but now they're at home. AFC champion Cleveland Browns going for it. Minus three at home against the Cardinals. Uh, It's my only favorite on my card, and I absolutely love it. I think this is a horrendous spot for the Cardinals who escaped with a divisional win last week um, and one at home. They've been playing in very nice conditions, and now they're going to go to Cleveland where the Lake Erie weather bounds, my friends. This is Dog Pound USA, and, you know, we talk about the cat and the canary. I think the dogs get the canary this week. I really like Cleveland one of only two teams in the NFL with a top five defense and a top five offense. They are number four in overall defense and number five in overall offense. The only other team is the Bills, obviously. Um, here's a couple of just factors in. I think Cleveland um, factors out, uh, or negates rather, some of Arizona's really, really good stats. Arizona's number one in completion percentage. Cleveland's number three defensively in that category. Arizona's two in yards per attempt. Cleveland's tied for 10th in yards per attempt defensively. Arizona's four in pass rate. Cleveland's number six in pass rate defensively. Here's where things, though, get right for the Browns. Browns, number one in the league in rushing yards per carry. They're like 5.4, something like that right around there. Arizona, very similar to the Chargers, giving up 5.1 yards per carry, 31st in the National Football League. They cannot stop the run. This is a very similar game. It's a high-flying offense versus the Browns. who are going to want to run the football – And I think this is going to benefit the Browns because they're going to be at home in that weather, and it's going to really, really help them out. By the way, Browns also 16 sacks on the year. That's tied for third in the NFL. I think they can get after Murray that way. Somebody who's been very, very quiet for the Cardinals as well. How about DeAndre Hopkins? Um, Had a touchdown last week, but DeAndre Hopkins has not had a 100-yard game this year. And the last time he hasn't had – he has not had six straight 100-yard – uh, six straight games without 100 yards since 2016. It's been a long, long time. They have to get them involved, but I'm not sure about this. I think this is very similar to how the uh, Arizona went to New England last year. It reminds me a lot of that, where I think this game will be close, but I think that the Browns in the end will run out the clock on Arizona. One last thing, since 2020, non-conference games against the spread, the Browns are 6-0, and ATS going to take the Browns.
1: I love that pick, Dan. I really do. I think that uh, it's it's a great spot to pick them off of that off of that uh, the Chargers' comeback win. Arizona, like you said, we're, that's just another team that we're, we're loving to, to fade right now. They're five and four and one against the spread. Um, right in line with what we're thinking of, just like water's going to start finding its level with some of these spreads, some of these teams. Like I say Arizona's got some wins that are really questionable as far as mm-hmm. the Jaguars uh, sneaking by the Vikings sneaking by who was it in week one that they they barely got by um, arizona
0: beach I'm trying to think now um, it, 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 was, it was
1: it was a close it was a close ugly game um in week one but yeah I, I i love the pick here i think that cleveland's gonna run it right down
0: their throats tennessee they actually killed in week one but it was minnesota right. that they won on the field goal the missed field goal so i mean uh, jacksonville you mentioned that i mean that that's a that was a bad bad win but uh but no, I, I love this. By the way, it's already up to three and a half. I nabbed it at two and a half very early in the week. I thought very that was nice. a really good line. So uh, I was like, you know what? And it even opened. I think I think the Browns were like one point favorites, if I remember correctly, to open. And uh, and now it's and now they're up to two and a half, or maybe one point dogs. And now they're two and a half. But um, yeah, love Cleveland here. Love the love the spread uh, close. So get try if it gets back down to three, I feel much better about it. But I, I do still like them. Uh number three, Matt. Number three, Dan. I think I I think you like this one.
1: I think that you like the New England Patriots still. I know I know the Tampa Bay Bucks are playing <laughs> on Thursday night right now, and your boy Tommy Brady's playing, but we have the New England Patriots, our home dogs against the Dallas Cowboys. And if we're talking about fading overhyped teams, there's nobody better than the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you're right. Here. So uh, this this is a big one for me that I just again following this feels like overhyped city right now. Dallas has looked great. Don't get me wrong; their offense looks borderline unstoppable. But I will take Bill Belichick in that attempt to try and stop them. Um, I know that the, the patch still have a lot of injuries. I think they're supposed to get a couple people on the offensive line back. Tell me what you're hearing about injury reports, because I know you know far more than I do as far as.
0: So with the injury reports, most of the more injuries are COVID-19 lists with Mike Anwenu and and Isaiah Wynn. Um, It seems as if at this point Trent Brown has gone to the IR, so there's no love there. I mean, it's just not going to happen right now. Shaq Mason is uh, questionable on the offensive line, but you're probably going to get at least two guys back I'm not sure those guys are, to be honest, going to even start because the other guys that played this weekend, the backups looked better than the starters this week. So I, I actually, Matt, it's in my leans, but I gotcha. do like the Patriots and I almost want to sprinkle a little money line on them for this week too. I agree with you. on this. Yeah, and again, just, just a few things about the Pats. The Pats defense has been great. Pats top
1: five in fewest pass yards per game, top five in pass completion against, top five in opponents yards per play. Um, and I'm, Dallas is also banged up this week. Uh, both running backs for each team actually have rib problems. Zeke Elliott wow. and Damian Harris, both got some ribs. Um, Trayvon Diggs dealing with an ankle injury. The cornerback sensation for the Cowboys is going to turnover in every single game this year has an ankle injury. So if he, even if he plays could be hampered a little bit, and it's going to be uh, going to be a big deal. <laughs> Dallas coming off of three straight home games, beating divisional opponents and two of those that they're very familiar with. Uh, and now they go on the road. So I think that's another just fantastic spot. Like, Dallas would getting comfortable at home feeling it now they got to go into a hard environment to play in New England um, and I just think that they're in a great spot for it Dallas run D2 this was an interesting stat that I saw yes it feels like their numbers are really good if you kind of look at it but I think it's being masked a little bit because of what they've done on the offensive side limiting what their opponent can do they have only had the second fewest rushing attempts against So teams just aren't really running it against them right now but they have the 14th most yards allowed. So second fewest attempt, but almost all the way in the middle of the pack as far as yards allowed. So that means when teams are running ball well against them, they are having success. So I think that that's what the Patriots are going to stick to here. Uh, they did a better job of getting Max some, some open passes in that second half. I thought, I don't know if you liked what they did there. I thought they were, he was able to get it a little further downfield yeah. than he has been. So um, not so stagnant, not so predictable. Dallas 30th in the league in sack percentage, only 415 uh, percent of the plays they're getting they're getting a sack so i just think a lot of things line up really nice for new england here and we're on the side of the books and the sharps again this is another one plays exactly the same as the last one 79 percent of the tickets on dallas i mean that's 80 percent. that is an insane number monster we're, with 54 of the money still on dallas so again sharps uh, so the, the books still are rooting for dallas to lose this one sharps are rooting for new england to win uh, I agree. I think you might have to take a little bit of money line on this one as well. This one's working its way down to. I have it at three and a half, but I did see three pop up already now. So I think get this early because as soon as you get some of these actives for New England, I think that this line is going to come back. Is going to go again back towards Dallas.
0: See, I, I actually think that the public may come in on Dallas. I, I think <laughs> I was debating I, that. I was because that. these are two very public teams, but New England's two and three, and Dallas is really good. Like, I, I, I think that Dallas has – ca- the one team that is usually more popular than the Patriots is, is Dallas, and I think that most of the Dallas faithful will bet on them. However, however, I do think you should nab this because uh, I'm not sure how much it's going to move. I don't know how much the Sharps let it move. So I think right. they nab it if it gets to four at all. But but what I'm saying is I liked a lot of what the um, – of what Mac did in the second half. I agree with you. I do think that the Patriots actually are going to win this game outright. I think that they the win last week, as bad as they played on defense, I think it was an outlier coming off the Brady win, Brady loss, and I think it was it actually showed me a lot of them actually coming back off of on the road, down big in this fourth quarter and being able to do that. Uh, I, I was just too reluctant to take it on my card. It, it almost made my card, but it is in my lead. So I like that pick, Matty. All right, well I'll take it for you, Dan. Just Thank so you can have the show, and maybe you know I'll
1: give. Maybe we'll give you another reason to it later. We'll see. You know what? I'm gonna lock it in now. I'm gonna lock it in now. I'm putting Patriots in right now. Oh, as, another as another thing I didn't even mention about this. This is huge. This the look ahead line on this was New England favored by one and a half points. That is five points of line movement. I think that's that right there should tell you enough that this has been this is overhyped. This is overvaluing. We're 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 switching too much. And I mean Bill Belichick in October once he gets a grasp on his team and what his team can do, and he's, he, he kind of knows what they're good at, what they're bad
0: against, is when he gets the ball rolling. I don't think Dallas has beaten New England since 95. I think Woo! that was the last time. So, it's been a long time since Dallas has beaten New England. Let's ride, baby. Let's go. The season's not dead yet. Here let's, let's do it. I love it. I love it. Number two. <sighs> this is kind of a boring one. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's a boring one because it's a play on a team that I really like against a team that we kind of have to fade because they're finally going on the road, and, and we're going to fade the Vikings and we're going to take the Panthers plus one here at home. I, 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 I don't. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's like <laughs> yeah, there's, there's my dog Tito. <laughs> there's Tito. Tito does not like it. Um, he's he's more of a dog person. Uh, I just really, really like the way Carolina plays at home. And I think this is a really good get right spot for them. Even if McCaffrey doesn't play, I I still think that Carolina at home with that defense and how piss poor the Vikings have been offensively for the last two weeks really makes me think that Minnesota is too volatile to trust. And now that you're getting points here with Carolina, again, top five in every statistical category, number three in sacks, Minnesota is also very good and gets a lot of sacks. So these two offensive lines are going to have a hell of a day. But Minnesota, bottom 10 in the league, bottom 10 in the league in defensive yards attempt at 29th, defensive pass rate at 24th, rushing yards per game at 29th. Minnesota doesn't do anything good defensively. <laughs> they, yep. they, are, they are a shell. Like, they're really, really bad. And if Cook isn't 100%, why, do I, why, why am I taking this team? Why is this team favored on the road when they never cover? It didn't make any sense to me when it came out. I, again, Darnold has to take care of the football. I cannot stress that enough. You can't throw five interceptions in two games. You can't do it and blow a game to the Philadelphia Eagles. Cannot happen. Need, need Darnold to play well. But I'm hoping there's a chance that McCaffrey will play. Uh, otherwise, I still like it for the Carolina Panthers to win out, right? So I'm going to take the Panthers plus one.
1: Yeah, I think – gave uh, give you if you want. So it is up to one and a half. I did notice this line was kind of bouncing a lot today. Like, I, mm. I, I'm i watching like, – again. there's a uh, – a feature to follow the line movement as far as where it's gone in the past 24 hours, it flashed up to Carolina plus two and a half. Wow. At some point said, and I did see that. I did see that on a, uh, on some books. So interesting, but right back down to one and a half. So again, that should tell you that I think that that would be an overvalue. If you get more, if you can get a two or, or, you know, especially a two and a half, um, that's going to be great. So Carolina, great spot for a tease as well. I think you, even right now at the one and a half, you can get them over a touchdown and a teaser. So um, I love that spot. And they say, yeah, I'm against the Vikings. They were my pretender pick last week when you when you, we did that feature because I think people were like getting ready, like, oh, they've lost so many close games. They're good. Their defense is a sieve. They can't, they can't defend against anybody. Uh Carolina, that that slow grass field might slow, you know, slow down a, a fast upbeat Minnesota offense. So um that's another pick I like. That's that is in my leans as well for uh as far as me not having that on my board, but I do have it in my leans. So we do like the same side in that game.
0: We're going to keep pounding. By the way, bets 53% of the bets are on the Vikings. 65% of the money is on the Panthers. That's a crossover. That's a sharp play. Got to take the Panthers in. My guy, Matt Rule, Rule in the Universe. Uh, love that. Love that. Okay, Maddie, number two.
1: Oh, man. So,
0: as much How as the, deep do we go down the rabbit hole here, I, I have a feeling something's coming.
1: As as much as the Bills are the, um, the favorite to win the Super Bowl, this is the next team. This next team that I'm going to be going against is everybody else's new favorite darling, and that is the Los Angeles Chargers. And because of that, I will be taking the Baltimore Ravens minus two and a half at home. Uh, And and much for the same reasons that, again, I was hesitant when you, I was hesitant when you picked Cleveland last week, but they clearly showed that, you could run the hell out of the ball on the charge. I thought that Staley was going to be able to mix some things up and say, no, they'll take away the run. They'll make Baker throw. Guess what? Baker threw, they ran, they, they just did everything against them. So um, there, there's a ton of points scored in that game. And again, I just, I just think right now the Chargers value is just so, so, so high in the public eye and the public perception. And I get to bet on a Baltimore team. We didn't even, how did nobody pick Lamar Jackson in our MVP conversation last week either? The man has got like yeah. the third most passing yards and like the eighth most rushing yards or something insane. Like he the the he doesn't have the touchdowns right now, but the yards he's putting up is astronomical. So uh they're yeah, the Chargers dead last in the run. Uh 32nd again as far as yards, uh yards per rush and yards per game. And what they've been getting by him as we've seen is Brandon Staley's not afraid to go for it on all these right. fourth downs. Right. They're hitting fourth downs at 87% right now. Third in the NFL. Third downs at uh, 48%, fourth in the NFL. And I think this is a Baltimore team that's going to be able to maybe limit that. And it's just – that's a, those numbers aren't going to stand for the season. So I think eventually John Harbaugh is, is a coach that can match the ballsiness and the gutsiness of Brandon Staley, I think. I think John Harbaugh is going to say – I've been doing this a little bit longer than you, kid. You know, this is your first <laughs> season. I've been doing this for years as far as, you know, being aggressive, going for it when it's right. Um, Chargers, Chargers don't have a great kicker either versus we have Justin Tucker. I was Tucker. just going to say that. When does that come back to bite them? The Chargers kicking problems are just sitting there waiting, you know, waiting to be a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as Baltimore had that big win on Monday night, it seems like the public perception on them is still not high. And this is one that, I mean, talk about riding the correct side of the money. Right now, if we thought Dallas' 80% was high, the Chargers are at 88% of the tickets, nearly 90% of the tickets on the Chargers. It's um, 77% of the money also on the Chargers. So, again, money moving back towards Baltimore, still so much liability for the books on, on the Chargers. And I just think you're selling high on a team that everybody is super high on. Justin Herbert looks fantastic. Uh, that, again, who would say that Tua was? Maybe as good as Justin Herbert. I don't know who would say things that's like that. Crazy. Uh, what a what a what a loon would say that. <laughs> um, so I I just think, but again, I think this is the right time to sell on a on, on the Chargers hype. Uh, you get Baltimore in a great spot. Two and a half. That was at three. Down to two and a half. I mean, that's such a good line for me. Um, as much as this isn't a dog, this is a the Chargers. I think are going to be the public dog of the week. Everybody's going to say I'm getting Justin Herbert with points. Yes. Lock it. Lock it in immediately.
0: Yeah, that's the issue here is like I think that both of these two teams have been extraordinarily lucky to win games. However, the Ravens, for some reason, are getting much more crapped on than the Chargers are. The Chargers are being seen as like a Super Bowl contender. The Ravens are being seen as well as Lamar or nothing. And it's like that's not the case. A, Lamar has been out of this world good, but B, they're getting healthy all of a sudden, the, the Ravens, getting wide receiver help back. Uh, getting offensive line help back, getting cornerbacks back. Like they're starting to get healthy. Also this game in Baltimore, the weather is going to have a factor in this one too. It's going to be right down there. Um, So, you know, I actually don't have this in my leans, but I can see myself being on the Ravens by kickoff. I can definitely see myself being on the Ravens because it is, you're right. It is a hundred percent the sharp play to pick the Ravens. I love, I I couldn't love that pick more. Except for my number one pick. So oh hit me with it. Hit me with it. Okay, guys. Normally I would just, you know, give out my number one pick and hype it up, but I didn't feel like doing that today. I asked a, you know, an old, old, old friend from years past to give us a pick for the week. So my number one overall pick, and it might be the grossest one that we ever give out in the show, but Without further ado, number one pick is. And even though, ladies and gentlemen, in the large tracts of Europe, in many of the old and famous teams, we have fallen, or may we fall, into the grip of the Gestapo, of all the odious apparatus of the NFL rule. We shall not get flagged or fail. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight for Duval. We shall fight on the seas and the oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air for 250 yards and on the ground for 250 yards. We shall fight in the streets We shall fight in the pubs of Ohio. We shall grind our way to victory. But we shall never, as Jaguars, we shall never surrender. God save the Queen.
1: Oh, that's so good.
2: Not
0: bad, huh? He's a good guy, Mister Churchill. We go way back, me and
2: him. Uh.
0: <laughs> wow, uh, I cannot
1: believe that we had the great Winston. Ch- I mean that that is. I mean, where'd you pull it up from the archives? I, I didn't know that. That's incredible that he had that already uh, already done.
0: I, I mean, <laughs> you know, you go on his website and he's got everything, man. And he's a huge wow. Jaguars.
1: Really? Really? Yeah. Is he on, a, is he on cameo? Was that
0: a cameo video? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> he's giving out, he's giving out shout outs. Winston Churchill giving out picks, giving out shout outs. What a well, disgusting pick, Matt. I've been, Jaguars plus three.
1: You're going to wake up that early to watch yep. the Jaguars play against. I mean, I, I said it. I mean, the dolphins, the dolphins are so, are so bad right now. So I, I have a hard time hating on that pick. You're getting uh, getting three points, correct? And in the yes. hometown, in the hometown of in London, the
0: hometown of London.
1: Yeah, I mean, they basically are the London Jaguars. They've played there like every single season since this London series has started. So, <laughs> man, you could say they're due. I, I can't believe that you're betting on Urban Meyer before I am. I did not. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. I did things I did not see coming for four hundred, Alex. Uh, but wow, yeah, that's. That's the one you like the most too. You said you didn't even number care one. these ones. You like this one the most.
0: This is my number one. I, huh. I saw it and I said this is the time they're going to get it this week. They're going to win this game. Um, I like it on the money line too. I'm, I'm I will take Jaguars. Eventually, this has to hit. And and listen, uh, Jake Brisket over there that's playing quarterback with a yeah. bad hammy. I mean, it's. Do they have another quarterback backing them up? I'm not sure. Like, Tua, and, I mean, Tua might be back. Tua might be back. I don't know if that's better or worse. Right. Which one? You know, I mean, they're going to have guys come over. Look, I'm not going to try to get you with with uh, with stats here. The only thing I will say, both of these teams are giving up. Miami's number 32. Jacksonville's number 31 in plays of 20 yards oh. or more. Oh my <laughs> so God. the over is also in play. Uh, Miami is 29th in sacks allowed, 16. The one thing that Jacksonville does well is they defend the run. That's the only thing they do well. And I think that will somehow help them, but they are god-awful against the pass. They are god-awful passing the football. They were in every game, though. They've been in every single game. And now they're going. It's it's only fate that their only win happens not on this continent. So I, I think that this will happen uh, against Miami. Whoa. I just I think I think Miami's packing in. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. It is, it's disgusting. Uh, I want to belch too, but got to take it, man. Just got, I, I just think that this is the time. Eventually they will hit, and I think this is the week. I just think this is the week.
1: <sighs> got to get off the schneid sooner or later, right? So God. why not o- Why not over in good old London town?
0: We've been grinding. We've been grinding. We have to get it done. I mean, uh, God save the queen, Maddie. God save the queen. That's all I can say. <laughs>
1: well, I, I, wish, I wish I had an awesome celebrity uh, from this hometown. And I wish I had more to say, but you already gave this peck out and I just, I tried to keep it in my cards. I love the Brownies this week. Let's oh, go. We love Cleveland this week. So bad. I wish I had LeBron James to do a little <laughs> interaction here with us for from Cleveland. Just, just a, a young team from, from Akron, Ohio. That's looking to get back in the win column. All right. That's, that's, we got to get LeBron next week's cameo. That can't be too much money. Um, but this is another one where we've had, Uh, So you mentioned a lot of things again against just Arizona cannot defend the run at all. It's been the biggest weakness. Nobody's uh, attacked him with it. You mentioned the completion percentage of Kyler, not to mention Kyler's got a shoulder injury, the same shoulder that hampered him in the final six games of last year. What we were talking about, if you go all the way back to our fantasy show, we were talking about Kyler's production and how it fell off of a cliff as soon as he took a shoulder injury there. So I have a hard time seeing him keep up 75% completion percentage with a shoulder injury against a very good secondary um, other injuries, other injuries for Arizona. They they uh, they have players in the COVID list this week, so this is the team to now fade. With we we did it with the Saints, we did it with the Patriots, and we're going back again and doing it against Arizona. Uh, Rodney Hudson, the guy who everybody's crediting for changing the offensive line for Arizona, <laughs> the center is out because of him taking over. He takes over most of the protection assignments now instead of giving them That's to true. Kyler. He picks up on the blitzes and where everybody should be. So him not being as huge, Chandler Jones is going to be out. And DeAndre Hawkins, who you mentioned earlier, who hasn't even been well, is doubtful for this game. So uh, I love this. this um, and, and, we can simplify it with this, too. Coaching matchup. Kingsbury versus Stefanski. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, who are we going Didn't with on think that about one? that. Yeah. And, and, this, uh, and this is another one we've had um, some major line moving on. This is a, a, the, the early, early look ahead on this was Cleveland minus four and a half. So this is another one. Arizona clearly getting a lot more credit in this early part of the season for, again, some wins that maybe aren't that impressive. So another, you're getting them. Again, I have that. At, I locked them in at three. You said you have them two and a half. They are showing at three and a half a lot of time, yep. places now. So uh, I, I think we want to, you want to settle on three for the show. For I both of so. us, we'll settle on that. And uh, this is another one. Not necessarily the books. The books don't have this, but this is showing a lot of sharp money on this one. And I do think that um, the tickets will be in favor of Arizona come Sunday. I think this will be – this Sunday public dog along with the chargers seeing two good teams that are getting points, getting two good quarterbacks, Kyler and, and Lauren and, um, and Herbert Uh, Herbert. uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, But Cleveland 58% of the tickets, 85% of the money showing massive, massive sharp value on that one. So uh, I love the Browns this week. That was, I, I just, I think Arizona's run defense is going to get so exposed this week. They just haven't, People, have they haven't been exposed this season yet, and it is so bad. It is so, so bad.
0: Uh, and like, I, not,
1: like you said, the 20-mile-an-hour wins.
0: Right. Heavily, heavily favors Cleveland. Heavily. Like, like very heavily. I think this is this is a drowning in Lake Erie of these Cardinals. I, I, and they've been – talk about a team – I mentioned the Jaguars winning, getting off the schneid. I think this is where the Cardinals get tripped up. I, I think there's no doubt. Like, this is the 72 Delphins sh- popping champagne this week. I, I really like this one a lot. Um, very good. Very, very good. I'm glad we're on. It might be a couple units on Cleveland now. Now that might we're be. both on it. You know, some other pretty sharp guys that are on it. Might, you know, be, a, I, might be a heavy play. Our, I, our, our, our people are saying that the Browns are the right side. <laughs> we have guys in the desert and back up, back on, uh, back on, in Jersey. Down somewhere. in AC. Yeah, down in AC. Uh, Matty, give me some leans, my friend. I I don't have too many. I think we mentioned all of them. I mentioned Chicago. I mentioned New England. I like Washington a lot this week. That's one I have written down.
1: I just—it's what I said at the top of the show. Uh, This—the Chiefs. I I got it. Like, are we going to just keep picking against the Chiefs? They're still—they still have Patrick. You know, it's just like I think there's a little bit of time. I gotta—I gotta pump the brakes. Everybody almost feels like now it's the public side to pick against the Chiefs with how exposed they are. Washington's defense has been so bad. Maybe this is the week they start getting some pressure and they start getting some sacks. But against Mahomes, I, I'm just not I, – I just had to stay away from this one. I just think I, I know Casey made, made some money this year betting against them already, so I think it's time to kind of sit back on this one. A game I want to get your opinion on. I talked myself into both sides of this game numerous times. I can't believe it. Monday night football, Buffalo at Tennessee. I just – It looks to me the same exact situation that Buffalo had against Kansas city last week, where we said that secondary is hot garbage. And Josh Allen is absolutely just dicing up teams left and right. Um, And at Tennessee, you know, Tennessee won't be able to stop them. And then I just thought that again, I'm talking to myself into fading these teams that are, that are winning Buffalo four and one against spread four and one straight up. And just coming off of a massive win on Sunday night, we like to fade in those spots, Tennessee coming back home, uh, but I just had a hard time convincing myself of Tennessee. Buffalo makes a, gets a lot of turnovers. They're averaging like five interceptions, like five interceptions a game right now, or some like something, or five sacks a game right now, and, and over like two interceptions a game. And I just think if Tannehill can control the ball, Julio's gonna be back, AJ Brown's back. That won't happen. So they've had a ton of success from the offense because of how well their defense is creating turnovers and getting sacks. I still have a hard time betting Tennessee. This is a revenge game from the COVID game of Buffalo yeah. on Thursday night where they didn't have half of their starting lineup. So I think that Buffalo is motivated for that reason. I talked myself into both sides of this.
0: I just had to stay away. You are in a pretzel, my friend. That yeah. is what you're in. To me, when I'm in a pretzel, I don't overthink it. I I, I go with Buffalo. Now I get, yeah. I get Tennessee plus five and a half at home. It's a lot of points, but I can just see Tennessee just crap on the bed on a Monday night and, 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 Really, it's that defense that's bothering me. And the defense of Buffalo, like, that's the difference this year. Is that Buffalo's defense is so good. By the way, the run game from Buffalo has been fantastic. Zach Moss has been much better. They're using Josh Allen in that way, but mixing it in with Zach Moss as well. Uh, Singletary's out, right, for this game? I I can't remember. uh, Yes, I believe so. Okay. So, you know, I I just – I like that spot. And, again, as as much of a tear as Henry is on – Tennessee. The last couple of weeks, if I remember correctly, they've played who? Jacksonville. The last couple of weeks, um, the Jets. I mean, Jacksonville, the Jets, and yeah. they lost. Like you know, they played Indianapolis, who's terrible. They haven't played anybody good in three weeks. I mean, they they really have. I think this is, could be a wake up call game for Tennessee and, and and getting smacked around here by Buffalo. I just I think Buffalo's on a on a on a tear. Uh, on a wagon they're on the wagon train right now and they're coming for you like they just opened up the state of Oklahoma and people are just coming with whips just whipping horses and just coming at your full throttle in those wagons I think that this is what it is I, I think you got to circle the wagons on that at five and a half I, I just I love that I have some totals I want to get your opinion on I mentioned the Miami Jacksonville total. I think that that is a a big one, although I am seeing some weather, but only 47 points. Those defenses stink. I think that they could definitely put up points in that game. I like the Minnesota Carolina under 46. I really like that one a lot too. So a little bit of, you know, I'm trying to play some totals here, trying to look at it, see. Uh, I'm not on the Patriots under. not going to do it but it is 50-and-a-half against Dallas, and, and usually when those, those are 50-and-a-half, like it's it usually, you know, it goes under. So we'll see if the Patriots defense can do another thing. Uh, question, you like the Raiders or the Broncos?
1: Buddy, I, uh, this game, I the Broncos aren't, aren't nearly as good as I thought they were. The Broncos are <laughs> just not. not as good. I mean, they're secondary, which I thought we were going to be able to lean on it's just been diced up by got diced up by big Ben last week, who we yeah, who's in an armchair uh, or a <laughs> wheelchair. Uh, like, it, it, Lamar threw all over him. I mean, they had the benefit of playing those three just shitty teams in the first three weeks to two rookie quarterbacks and Danny dimes at home in his very first game of the season. So it's like so tough to gauge right now. And then where's, where's Vegas going to be at with the Gruden situation? I don't know. I have no feel for this game.
0: I, I agree. I have I have nothing on that game either. I, I leaned leaned Raiders but them going into Denver like that it's just a muck of a game. It's a muck of a game. That's going to that's going to come down on the last play. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get into our specials of the week unless you have any other leans. Yeah, one of the lean <laughs> Fading Geno Smith, like picking against Geno Smith, I'm not like
1: on Sunday game. night. That game it's So ugly. Why is I'm, that Sunday night? We can't. I'm not play. even going to watch what's that happening. game. No way. Uh, you
0: get me to watch that game. No way.
1: But Geno Smith, again, uh, Chris, like Chris Ray on Action Network gave out some good stats on Geno Smith. As far as under pressure, I mean, Geno Smith hasn't played a real game in like two years outside of just those few throws he had last week. So him under pressure last week, it was late in the game, so there wasn't a ton of pressure. But he was two and nine when he was under pressure. And you still got the Pittsburgh defense. Big Ben should be able to throw. Like Seattle lives with Russell Wilson. Like yeah. we know like their secondary in their defense, not that good. Offensive line, not that good. They get the job done for Russ. And it's all about the deep ball for them as far as being able to keep that scoring going. So
0: I just have a hard time seeing Seattle. This this might be real ugly. I, I would be stunned if Seattle came out of this injury with a, with a 500 record through it. Like I would yeah. be stunned. Seattle are in deep – deep trouble uh i'm not watching that game you cannot pay me to watch that game on sunday can they flex that out put like arizona cleveland on that i mean that's just a terrible not not in the window yet no under the weather real quick and then we'll give you the magic money line parlay. i have two i can't decide i can't decide so i'm giving you two doubling up uh we mentioned the 20 to 30 mile hour winds in cleveland that's the one we're taking the under 49 in Arizona Cleveland, 60 degrees, 20 to 30 mile an hour winds. Mwah. Chef's kiss for under the weathers. Absolutely love that. I think Tyler, I think low-key, the Browns might blow the Cardinals out this weekend. I kind of am feeling that. I I, I, I kind of low-key feel like this could be one of those spots where everybody's like, whoa, look at that 34, like 34-10 score right there. I mean, that looks that looks crazy uh i like cleveland and the baltimore chargers under 65 everybody loves 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 the offense um again 65 degrees 10 to 20 mile an hour winds The over we're under 52 and a half i'm gonna fade the big high-powered offenses and i'm gonna take the ravens probably and take the under
1: yeah i i like both those i definitely i i, I like the cleveland i think that that's a game that's gonna be uh Raiders and Browns of last year. Right? That game oh, was like, got, that's was like a good nine, reference. Nine to three, something like that. It was like 16 to nine. It was yeah, something so, yeah, something ugly. I think that's that, that might be the exact kind of game this is uh, here with, with these winds and the weather. Again, wind, much more important than rain. We've said it many times yep. in the show. So uh, if you know 20 miles an hour winds, like that's – good luck making a throw over 10 yards in, in that kind of conditions.
0: Also those kickers doing that. And then the kickers and the chargers kicker. I mean, that's going to be a nightmare for him too in Baltimore. So love that. All right. Pocket aces. We didn't hit it last week. We actually lost both last week. It was kind of a tough one with the start, with the Bengals. So this one, you were telling me you're having a hard time. Tell me you're having a hard time with this magic money line parlay this week. Yeah. Uh, can I, can I
1: make you pick the parlay out of the three teams? I have three teams and I can't okay. All right. I can't nail it down.
0: Let let's let let's let's let Lewis pick this actually. I think this might be a Lewis thing. Let's get
1: everybody's consensus. Everybody's consensus.
0: Okay, let's go.
1: We like the Patriots plus one sixty wow. right now on the money okay. line. You're not gonna get an
0: argument from me with that one.
1: Not gonna get an argument with you out of that. I, I like that one again. I wasn't feeling gutsy enough, but then you're you're feeling positive on the injury front. So that, that was my injury report for the week. It makes me feel better. Going big game hunting, possibly if we want to put the Texans in there plus three thirty five. <gasps> that one makes me nervous. I almost just want to take the Texans on their own at that size of a value because I would hate to hit one leg and, and have the Texans and not have them straight up and lose right. the other leg. So that feels like one. And the Raiders plus one sixty five. Are you <laughs> kidding I, me? Because I can't. I can't. I, I, I can't. I I can't do it. But if you guys tell me to do it, I can do it. Because it, it just that was the one that screamed out to me the most, as far as like in that right number can win outright divisional game motivational spot. I don't know. Actually, I think this would be a great time to go to Lou to give me. Is
2: this is that is that a narrative game? Lou, just say it. Just say it. I've been game? waiting for this moment the entire show. <laughs> I've been waiting and looking and making sure that i have the right team in the right spot and i just don't get it i don't understand they fire their head coach for certain words that shouldn't be said over emails even if it is 10 12 it could be 50 years ago it really doesn't make a difference (laughs) whatsoever i don't understand how the raiders are not the bet the narrative game of the week It doesn't make any sense to me. They should crush the Broncos because the Broncos have a tough time with teams that aren't very good whatsoever. Sorry, Matt. But also, (laughs) what do teams love to do? They love coming out and winning for their new interim coach. Whether Mm -hmm. he's there for the long haul or for the short term, teams love coming out and winning for their new coach. Especially after controversy. Especially when it's a situation where they're the underdog and they're going to Denver. (laughs) Narrative game of the week. If I miss it, well, then there's a bigger narrative at hand here that no one knows about. <laughs> I, I thought the Patriots with it when you said it first. My first instinct with the Patriots. So
1: I feel like we got to go the double narrative, double narrative parlay. Here. I think so. I All right, Patriots,
2: so, Patriots, Raiders. No, the parlay. Uh, Only because you guys told me to do it. Only because you guys, you guys are, told me to do it. You I, I, I like on it with the Patriots versus the Cowboys, and I just don't. He hates it. I hate it.
0: I f- saw you smiling mess. the whole time Matt was giving out the Patriots. What is what was getting you to, to chuckle about? I Patriots? just don't get it.
2: I don't get it. The I Cowboys are hyped.
0: overhyped, Lou. Don't you
1: know? Haven't you watched Dallas Cowboys? They're always
2: overhyped, and- right. right? That's the right.
0: point. I know. Are the Patriots are the Patriots no, don't do undervalued.
2: Oh, no, don't fall to the trap. Don't you understand? The Cowboys are by far and large a much better team than the Patriots. Right or yes, wrong? Correct. Right, right. So let's not talk ourselves into a spot where it's like, oh, well, the Cowboys are always, they're overhyped every every year. They always do the exact same thing. Well, let's bet the Patriots who basically have a quarterback who's, uh, he's all right. He's straight and the team's decent. He, they're, they're okay, but the Cowboys are so much better for it to only be three points. I don't understand. You don't. You don't think this could be a McCarthy throws up on himself and does
0: something stupid and Belichick takes advantage of it type of game?
2: This is football. That could happen in any game.
0: But it happens so often.
2: It does this, specifically so,
0: McCarthy this and, and be, Belichick taking advantage of it. I mean, it's it's right up that right the up. The only
2: reason I would see the Cowboys losing and not covering the minus three is because of injuries. Because they're that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it.
1: Well, they do have some injuries coming to this game, offensive line and defensively. So right.
2: you did say that. I'm giving you the, you did, you brought up all of that. I'm just saying it, it just doesn't, doesn't so compute. We're, so we're playing the Texans straight up. Then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think, I think that's the play. I think the parlay is Vegas and New England, the two, the two, the two cities with two names. And then uh, you play Houston on its own because that is just too, much value on its own but uh if you were i'll give you all those all those scenarios if you were to do uh the texans with either uh vegas or new england you're getting a max parlay play it's gonna be a plus 800 or more depending on what your book caps it at um and then the raiders and the patriots together would be a plus 150 uh sorry plus uh, 560 so still good value might just uh, might just play it all three ways might might might, uh might be splitting, splitting aces. You said pocket aces. This is blackjack. We're splitting those bad boys, and oh. we're, we're riding. We're, we're going three, three wide here on the on the on this parlay.
0: I might be able to throw a little on BetMGM, get a very massive three-team money line underdog parlay, and throw them all in there. That might yeah, do just battle. do it all. Just do just it all in the great state of Virginia. I'm hearing Connecticut's now
1: legal. From yep. what I understand. Yep. Yeah. I believe this past weekend it was, it wasn't quite, there was like a big kerfuffle where it wasn't live for this past Sunday and everybody was mad. Cause obviously it's like, you're making it live during football season and it's like, you're teasing everybody with it and you're saying oh. it's not available. So that's definitely tough. But uh,
0: I think, think we're live and in action here in the, in the great state of Connecticut and the nutmeg state. Beautiful. That's great to hear. We've been down in Virginia for the past couple of months now. So it's been fantastic. Um, I love it, Maddie. I love it. By the way, as we're talking about the New England-Dallas game, uh, I literally, I didn't even tell you this, like a week ago, I put a Super Bowl future on the Cowboys <laughs> because I just i really like it. I just really like them to, to, to possibly get there. I know, I know, as I'm talking down on them. But you got to start winning, like you got to start betting against them, hedging it. Like I've been doing that with Iowa all year. I got a 900 ticket to win with Iowa, and I've been betting against them. I uh, bet with them last week, great win against Penn State. But still, I like dallas to go, I, I just think that they have an easy path to get there with the division. And then, you know, whatever happens in the playoffs happens. So I kind of like that kind of like it.
1: I mean, you, you can like them long-term and you cannot like them this week. I'm totally fine with that. I see, you know, it's totally possible. Oh man. I feel like we're in another meat grinder week. Now, as soon as we're talking through this, we are, I mean, just poo stinky all over the place, just yes. ugly, ugly, plugging our nose and, and just watching these games. Going against the public in every way that we can.
0: Oh, so you want you you want to recap your picks and the money line line then? Yes. So picks uh, five through one.
1: We are taking the Houston Texans plus ten, the Chicago Bears plus five and a half. Look Those. for six to show up. I know that's the one Disgusting. that makes you. That's the one that makes you go. Ugh. Uh, New England, the one that makes Lugo. Ugh. Uh, New England plus three and a half against Dallas. Blech. Baltimore minus two and a half at home against the Chargers. And Cleveland minus three at home against the Arizona Cardinals in a shellacking and the official money line parlay, Las Vegas Raiders and the new England Patriots. I'm so sorry to Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos.
0: (laughs) Has to stay loyal to the end. I understand. Uh, My picks will be the Detroit lions plus three and a half at home against uh, Cincinnati three, three and a half. What do you think? Uh, three it's and a, a half. It's
1: it's a, okay, it's been three and a half uh, like a lot of the week. I think okay. I think that's a fair number.
0: We'll go three and a half there with Detroit. Um, I like the what did I say? Oh, Houston. Houston plus ten at home against Indianapolis. Love the Brownies minus three against Arizona at home. Love the Panthers at home as a dog plus one and a half. And I'll take the Jaguars and Mister Churchill, uh, leading us to victory against the Miami Dolphins plus. Three at that number under the weather two of them the under 49 in Arizona Cleveland the under 52 and a half in the Chargers Baltimore matchup uh Lewis any sick basketball futures I, I got a couple from you and text message free
2: Kyrie
0: free Kyrie
2: free <laughs> no 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 I'm playing I'm playing Hey, listen you pick and choose whatever you want to do with your life that's up to you when you're a millionaire you can you can do whatever you want um, so, so
0: you're not taking the Brooklyn Nets as a future then
2: they might just have Kevin Durant and James Harden in the season. We we don't know, and I mean that's still pretty darn good for me to keep it PG out here. This is uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's still a one-two punch. That's right there with some of the best of all time. So, you know, you, you really can't say much about it. Uh, but I do like you know the odds on the Bucks to repeat because that man Giannis unbelievable. Is Man's got a pull-up shot now. All of a sudden in preseason, so we will see what happens with that. But the number right now, I think it was like plus seven something. It's plus.
0: I got. I got it when you said it to me. I got it plus eight hundred. I was stunned. I was stunned by that. The Come
2: on, now. Well, defense wins championships. All right, and I wasn't on the Bucks bandwagon last year. It's because I was infatuated with the the Brooklyn Nets. Well, yeah. you, you could attest to that. And I, I would uh, early guess, early guess right here, right now lakers versus bucks nba finals would be that's what, I would, what it, that's what i would want to see i imagine storyline narrative driven that's what we'll <laughs> get see. who knows injuries happen all the time but that would be electric alone so
0: can i can i share one of the over-unders that i absolutely love that you sent me
2: of course of course
0: charlotte hornets over 37 and a half wins
2: I don't Absolutely get – I, I don't understand how – so 37-and-a-half, if they're playing a full 82 games, they're going to be a 500 team at yeah. least. Even if they they're land directly dead. on 500, they're still crushing that 37-and-a-half. So that's, when, I, uh, when
0: I saw their roster, I was like, oh, yeah, that team's playing at least 40.
2: Yeah. And you know what? Another one real quick, real quick. Yes. I don't know what the number is right now, but I want to see what the Chicago Bulls over-under is on the season because they look incredible, and Lonzo Ball – can actually shoot the three ball and nobody thought he could. It's incredible. This is the, why
0: we have him on the show. This is why he's on. Like this is, he's, we're talking about football. He's already been watching NBA preseason for like two weeks. It's like unbelievable.
1: <laughs> the the Bulls right now, the over under is 43 and a half. And that the over is plus 102. And you might be moving lines on uh, the Hornets. That is up to 38 and a half from 37. So that is up a full game.
0: So. I already sharp, sharp moves there you go thank you all right.
2: lewis that I was fantastic in. yeah that's it that,
0: that was no, fantastic I, 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 pick.
2: and and also i don't know what it is watch the heat the heat have a great team and if they're all healthy they might be the best defensive lineup in the eastern conference right next to the bucks maybe second to the bucks we'll see but that
0: that that team scares me. Time. Yeah. That team that team scares me to, to beat the Bucs. So the only team that I'm afraid of for the Bucs the Victor team,
2: Roller really. Depot starting at the two with Kyle Lowry. And then you got Jimmy Butler. And then you've got PJ Tucker, who left the Bucks to go to Miami.
0: Interesting. Big time. Interesting. Maddie, your Rangers didn't get off to a good start. My Rangers, I can't believe I just said your Rangers. It's our Rangers. Our Rangers. It's our, our Rangers. Our Rangers. Uh, like we're not the Power Rangers on uh, on Wednesday night against the Cavs. Tough.
1: Yeah, and they lost tonight to the Stars in overtime, so 0-1-1 oh, oh. One one to start the season off. Uh, I don't understand not starting Shesterkin in the first game. Gerard Gallant, you know, new head coach, some new members uh, down, especially as far as the depth goes in that, on that lineup, Sammy Blay, Ryan Reeves. A lot more grit and toughness uh, for the Rangers this year. Got to see how it's going to play out. Team's got to team's come together. I do hate it feels like we're the team that everybody's picking as, like, the dark horse, which is like the obvious dark horse. So it's not a dark horse. I hate that. I hate that feeling that like everybody else, like likes us this year. So yeah, we got to see what's going to happen here with the Rangers. Definitely have the pieces got the offensive firepower. Got to see Kapokako maybe take a leap this season playing with Panarin. If he stays in that line all year, I expect him to have at least 25 goals, if not upwards of 30, 35. So uh, that's what he was drafted as a finisher. So uh, he, he looked good in the first game. I, I really liked the way he played. And uh, Panarin just puts that puck right on his tape in a perfect spot. So he should have he should have eight to ten goals this season, the same as Chris Kreider had
0: last year, that are benefits of just putting it right on his tape and just having to put it in the back of the net. I, 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 it's like having a Drew Locke for MVP last year. Everybody was hyping him up. Somebody was hyping him up. I don't know. Who? Not me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I can't remember. I played the fifth, ladies and gentlemen. I played the fifth. Uh, I'm excited about Michigan football and them being 6-0, and but I have a feeling they're going to lose anyway. But I am very excited about my plus 900 Iowa ticket to win the Big Ten. I am very, very yeah. happy about P- that. Pessimistic optimism for uh, yes. for Michigan. <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for Iowa at this point because I know that Michigan is eventually going to let me down. So go Hawkeyes. Go Hawkeyes. Uh, that's that's going to do it for us this week. Um, thank you so much. Lewis, bet the narrative was the Raiders, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Raiders. coach, underdog. Denver's not great. Raiders. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love Raiders it. Love aren't it. great either. Let me let me clarify. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, they're the they're not great either. But you know how teams like to play for their new coach, and when all this stuff happens, they love to come out hot. Ah!
0: They they're, they're they're like Jackson Brown they're the pretender that's that's oh, yeah. what it is uh let's go uh thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening all week long and to our crazy ramblings but I think this is the week we're gonna nail like I smell I smell a, a, a rat and that rat smells like five and zero I just really Ooh. like it I I, I smell some five and zero this week I just I, I have a feeling one of us is gonna do it um I love it I absolutely love it we're due that's right nobody's had a five and zero week yet so I, I think we're due no one's done that either we don't want goose eggs in the w column you can listen to us every week uh on spotify google podcast apple podcast you can listen to us on sports country radio at sportscountry.net that is at saturday 11 a.m 3 p.m and 5 p.m and then again on sunday at eleven thirty a.m get your picks in get your picks in get your picks in right before the nfl sunday kicks off for maddie ice maddie c matt silver and for our esteemed producer lemon pepper loop eric i am dan zapano we thank you for listening to the Sunday cock.